Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where an actual statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and this college basketball episode covers select game schedules we played on Saturday, December 10th, 2022. Get you in here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primer, what we're about here, show goals and community rules. As always, remember, there are no locks in gambling. So what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. To indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, we're only covering a subset of today's games in this episode. So for the full slate of picks, check out the Google Sheet linked in the show description. We're on the website homepage, but as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And again, as always, if you have questions about these or other games, the best place to get those answered is in our Discord chat, which can be accessed through Patreon. Link is in the ticker. Lastly, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to see will be profitable each and every day. That is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, you know, we're recording again before the Friday games. Yesterday, I talked about how every day this week we've been 500, and I didn't know how 32 would go. And sure enough, we finished 500. Yeah. Again. So, uh I, I don't know how to break the spell of that. <laughs> I don't either. It, it's kind of maddening. I mean, it was just nuts last night. I think we even had a push last night, too, so it could have gone either way. Mm. And, ah. mm. But this is the first time in a while that the subset part of your opening spill is actually right. Well, and it's and it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think we covered every game on Friday, but we left like two, you know? But now it's like, well, this is a small subset, yeah. right? There are a lot of games here on Saturday. Uh, so we're going to get right to it before we get to that some – reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and if you turn on notifications you won't miss any of the college basketball movie or college football content that this channel provides for mention that patreon but check it out if you haven't yet lots of great benefits to be found there above and beyond what we do here membership starts just three dollars per month gets you the plays of the day and then you can go beyond that and get all sorts of fun benefits that i'm offering that's patreon.com slash picks with the professor but even if you're not there we're thrilled to have you here We'll get to it here. All lines courtesy of line setup link in the show description and current as the time of this recording on late Friday afternoon. Uh, Jake, I, I don't even know how many A plays there are. 30-ish, 40. There's a lot of A grade plays according to the model. They're hitting 40, I mean, at about a 54 to 55%-ish, somewhere in that ballpark clip on the season. Uh, the one that you, you you told me a handful that you liked, I told you a handful that, that, that I liked, and the one that we aligned on that we both brought up the a plus play of the day the game that's going to count to both of our records here portland state laying two at cal poly sideline says this should be portland state minus 5.3 on the road both of these teams have overperformed expectations so it kind of like as i'm always saying it's not like there's really a bias one way or the other i just think portland state is a much better team than cal poly here this actually open at a pick'em. so um again all the plugs i can make here like i always tell people you know the best pitch i can make to join the patreon is just what happens it's nothing more than that it's just the fact that if you had the early projections uh you got this at a pick'em because you knew that was a horribly priced line if you're at the ten dollar level yeah we already post this out you're already seeing this early you're getting a minus two i have no idea where it's going to be overnight and in the morning i have to assume it's going to go up because this line is really short in my opinion i think Portland can go on the road here and get the win probably pretty convincingly jake why is this such a good play in your mind yeah first off portland state is a very decent team their offensive defense are really close to average, uh, which is good when you're in a like very small conference like yeah. they are. Um, they play at a fun pace, very fast, actually ranked third in pace. Uh, but so they, they fly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. 
And I think that makes their, like you said, they're just an average team, which is good for that conference. Um, I think that pace puts some pressure on their opponents a little bit because it's so lightning fast. And that can, uh, it, it's almost like back when the when the first hurry up offenses happened in college football, right? It kind of gave them a little bit of an edge because it kind of turned you know average team into a little bit better because it was just something that other teams weren't used to seeing. Like I said, they they play at a crazy pace. Yeah, yeah, they're it's unreal. And then like they've got two pretty good guards that they push that pace with, and that makes it fun to watch. I mean, they're not the greatest three point shooting team, but they shoot a lot of them, so they'll get some points that way. They'll shoot, they rebound the ball pretty well. Um, so they'll, they'll put up a lot of points, but I mean, the biggest difference between these teams is Cal Poly's got one of the worst offenses in the NCAA right now. They're, they just, they don't rebound the ball. Well, they don't shoot well. They don't like, I mean, besides the free throw line, they're going to struggle to score against the fairly mediocre Portland state defense. Um, they've got a decent defense and they like to play at a slow pace because they know that if it gets in a track meet or where anything where you have to score a lot of points, they're going to just struggle. And I, I just, I don't see them being able to slow uh, Portland state down that much, if at all. And they already struggle with turnovers, So that's not going to go well either. When you're turning the ball over to a fast team, all that does is speed them up. I, I think Portland state actually runs away with this one towards the, towards the end of the game. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, usually this is the part of the show where I'll say for all of the other A grade plays, you know, check out, uh, again, they're already up on Patreon, et cetera. Um, we are going to throw a couple more later on in the show because there are just so many of them, but of all the A grade plays, uh, you and I both love laying the short number there with Portland state, which takes us to the best B side. Uh, Jake of all the B grade plays, this is one that I, the model hasn't really loved this team as much this year, as much as I think the rest of, of, of us have. And so I'll we kind of expected it to be a C-grade play, but it's it's really good quality, in my opinion, and I think in yours, too. 2 p.m. Central Alabama at Houston. Houston laying eight and a half points there at home, uh, total of 133. You know, Alabama 7-1, not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, but as we talked about before, this Houston team, you know, I, again, we talk about, I mean, really, Purdue's looked so good. UConn has looked amazing. Houston also, though, looking amazing and just taking care of business. Uh, just an absolutely suffocating defense and a pretty dang good offense as well. Uh, just not a team that you want any any part of. And Alabama wants to play this at a little bit faster pace. Uh, but, but Houston, a, a team that can really grind you down, slow you down. But when it goes a little faster, have no problems doing that too because the way their offense can score. Houston's just a total package here. Uh, Jake, why are you on them as the best B-side leg eight and a half here against Alabama? Look, first off, don't don't, don't think Houston or anybody on this Houston team forgot how that game ended last year. Mm. So, like they're, they're out for revenge a little bit here. And I also think Alabama's getting a little bit too much respect for a couple of their bigger wins. Like they – they beat North Carolina. It was four overtimes, but I'm not. We're not exactly sure what North Carolina is right now. Yeah, uh, and so or I, what happened in some of those overtimes because that was just some ugly basketball. Like you could tell, like the players were kind of tired towards the end of that one. Yeah, everybody was gassed, and it was just. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They're getting a little too much credit there, and then uh, the same thing with Michigan State. I mean, they they handled them a little bit better, but I, I'm we're not exactly thinking Michigan State's a top tier team right now. It's so I'm not I'm not sure, and then they absolutely got murdered by UConn and it's going to, I feel like this game is going to go much the same way. Mm -hmm. The turnovers were their big bugaboo. It's always been with the pace that NATO likes to play at. And that is the last thing you want to do is with Houston, yeah. turn the ball over. 
because they already force a ton. And if you mm-hmm. just give them extra chances, they are just going to make your life miserable. Uh, Alabama's going to need an Iowa night from a couple nights ago to stay <laughs> in this game. I think they, they're just going to have to hit every three ball and it's, they're not that great of a shooting team this year, but they still shoot a ton of them. Mm. And it's just not – and I think they're going to get out-coached because Samson's a great coach. And mm-hmm. Oates, I'm starting to question how good he is. I think he had a unique system there, kind of like you just talked about with a hurry-up mm-hmm. offense. And once people have caught up, he hasn't changed it enough or hasn't adapted to the players he has. Uh, but I just – I don't really see Alabama having a lot to stay in this game, especially late. I think – Maybe first half they're they're in it pretty good. Second half, I think Houston just bullies them and takes it away and ends up winning this about 15, 20. Yeah, and it's it's not to take anything away from Alabama. You know, like you said with NATO, it's, you know, good good coach, uh, good players, some good wins, right? Yeah. But all of those faded in comparison to Houston, where it's like just across the board great, and that's where there's just a difference here. You saw it against UConn, and again, yeah, I kind of think the same things that happened here. That Houston's just going to run away with this one. Um, you know, and, and, and you talk about some of those wins, right? It's it's not that Michigan State's necessarily a bad team or it's a bad team it's just some of those teams that are inconsistent it's just harder to really know at this point whereas we have a, a much more known quantity in houston where we know what they can do and so uh your best b-side laying the eight and a half with houston which takes us to a bonus b-side this is where usually i would look through things and give you a b-side uh but jake you have one that you like enough i'm gonna let you take this segment as well again there's just so many games right here on this on this saturday uh 4 p.m central butler lane nine and a half at california uh, we talked about this one uh, as, as a recap game where I mentioned on the Discord once it was announced that Cal's best player was out with uh, COVID to take Eastern Washington on the money line, and that paid off uh, in the under, and that paid off for our Discord uh, members here. We're thinking the same story for Cal. They're just they're really rough. Uh, the Butler's a pretty good team, so it's it's a road game. It's a long travel spot, but uh, Jake, you seem to think that the difference in caliber between these two teams is enough that Butler should still be able to win by double digits. Yeah. Yeah. Like that travel, I don't think it matters. I don't think it really matters as much going from East to West as it does West to East. Mm. Cause typically the, the time zones don't mess with you as much. It's not like you're playing at an 8 a.m. spot where you're, what you're used to, um, but or, or exactly what I called out last Saturday in that Dartmouth uh, yeah. Cal State, whichever Cal Bakersfield, I guess it was yeah. game as one of the plays of the day, where it was that early travel spot, like all the way across the country, right? Yeah, yeah that like, when you're typically using like waking up or whatever and playing, but yeah. staying up late doesn't seem to be as much of an issue. Uh, they've got a like this I said this Butler's good team. They've got a good group of guards. They're going to get deeper as the season goes on, as they get healthier, but they've got a really good big guy in Manny Bates who they can use to calm the game down or, and he defends well, he rebounds well. Uh, and then they shoot, they play off of him very well. He's very athletic. They uh, Harris, I, when I was at the Tennessee tech game, Harris went off for 30 and everything he shot went in. Uh, it's, they, just got so many guards that can do that. It's going to be really hard for this winless California team to really stay in this game. I mean, they don't play offense very well. And their defense is decent, but the way they play is not going to help them here. They're, man, they're, there is a decent chance if their best player doesn't come back soon that they're going to be looking at like a, a, a very big number beside, beside the O for their winless. Like it's, I mean, They've lost to such teams as Southern and Eastern Washington and Texas State. It's not like they've just 
played a gauntlet of teams. Of yeah. Years. So it's, they're just not a very good team right now. Mark Fox is never known as being a great coach there in Georgia. Um, so I, I just – I don't think they've got it. I think Butler will run away with this one. Yeah, and uh, Cal, you know, like you said, without their best player, we don't know if he's going to come back. Uh, supposedly, if I know he had COVID on Monday – uh, I, I'm, I'm going to guess he's probably not going to play now just based off of how long you test positive and how the protocols typically go for that. It might be back it, typically like a week-ish that you're out. Uh, from everything we're seeing right now is questionable, but I, I have to assume he's not going to play. Cal's also got two other guys who would potentially be starters who haven't played a game this season because of injury, and that matters as well. Um, they played on Wednesday with only eight scholarship players, and – I can't see all three of those guys magically coming back, right? Maybe they get one of them back, but uh, I mean, they're they're really hurting right now, and and they're they're probably not quite as bad as they are today, but they are today what they are today, right? And that's how we were playing them. So, uh, you know, it, it, there's a I don't want to say optimism, but it, it, it's not this bad the rest of the season if they can get everybody healthy. But right now, it is this bad, and so you are letting the nine and a half with Butler. It's another great B play. Which takes us to the total of day. There are a lot of picks that the model likes here for the totals. A couple of overs and a lot of unders where the discrepancies between what the model is saying and what the book's pricing is. About seven or eight probably really strong total plays. Another seven or eight that really you'd have your eye on. A tough decision here of all of them, but the one that I'm going to circle in on is might be a little bit of an under-the-radar game, but I think one that's going to cash comfortably for us. Seven game central UNKC at Green Bay. The total of this one's 127. And I feel like the analysis of this one's pretty simple. Both these teams are terrible or are going to have a hard time putting the ball in the hoop because that's what terrible teams tend to do. Um, when you look at this one, you've got Two you've got a team in uh, UMKC that the model has actually overestimated how many points per game they would have. It's been pretty spot on with Green Bay. Two teams that just don't go at a very fast pace. They're not North Texas, Bakersfield. They're not that slow, right? But they're both pretty slow. And, you know, Green Bay's got a bad defense, but their offense is somehow worse. Missouri, Kansas City, not a great defense, but also not a great offense either. I just think this is going to be a low-scoring ugly basketball game uh sideline predicts a score of 64 to 57 puts us at about 121 points so comfortably under this total of 127 yeah that feels right if you somehow find yourself watching this game with everything else that's going on this is a very teachable game you can watch and be like hey you don't do that when you play oh look <laughs> see how that's broken we don't do that that this is a very teachable game if you somehow find yourself watching this one very well, very well said. Very, that was a way to spin that positively. I, I like what you did there. Um, from a game that you, you probably shouldn't watch to a game that you probably should, our must-see TV game of the day. I think the headliner across all the Saturday games, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, Arizona versus Indiana out in the desert. Arizona's a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Total is 156. Uh, I mean, this should be a fantastic contest. You've got two absolutely top teams. Um, sideline says this is about a pick'em, and so uh, Jake, you're recommending people to take the point and a half with Indiana, or I guess probably the equivalent on the money line, maybe like a plus 105 or even money type play. Uh, what is your analysis for us on this one? Yeah, this is one of the best matchups we're going to see all year. This is just incredible from everywhere. I mean, the battle between Ballo, Ballo, Bio, uh, and TJD, it's going to be incredible. Um, that's, I mean, that's honestly worth the price of admission if you're making your way out there. They, like, IU's got the defense here, 
and I think that's Arizona's got the offense. IU's got the defense. I mean, it's yeah. such a fascinating matchup when we're on that side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that will be in so so fun to watch. But I, I think the defense is what makes the difference here and what keeps that game tight. Um, IU's shown the ability. They've got they've got some guards to like the way Xavier Johnson's playing and Huchifino, the way he showed up the last couple of games, um, play, playing very well. As long as they don't get caught up in this, which Arizona's the fastest team on earth at the mm-hmm. moment, um, mm-hmm. it's unreal the like the pace they play at. And, 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 a, and a decent defense? I don't want to like, I don't want to make up the defense is bad, but it's, it's no. barely above average, really. It's just that offense is insanely good and the pace they play at. The, 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 totals on this one are just through the roof like I, I it's hard to predict how many points will be scored when they play because they can come almost name their score with again how good their offense is and how fast they play yeah yeah like i mean and you kind of saw some of their uh their holes in their team with the utah game and i, th- I mean mike mike woodson yeah is a, is a pretty good coach he turned this i program around in like a, a year and a half really not not maybe even less time than that mm-hmm. um like and they're they play this great style of defense as long as they don't get caught up in the track meet and everybody there's not foul troubles in one way or the other uh this game should stay within a point or two of each other like i don't see really ever getting outside of maybe two possessions um from i just just should be the really the game one of the top five games of the year when we look back i think will be this matchup um it'll have a lot to do with seeding in march because this will be the one game that both teams will point back to and say hey look at what we did uh on a neutral court yeah yeah i'm, I'm yeah. gonna take i'm always going to take the points in this matchup i know the travel from indiana to vegas is a little farther so you might be a little more of an arizona home crowd if that sways you one way or the other but I, i'm taking the points yeah, it certainly leans a little bit actually towards Indiana says it should be Indiana by a half a point, which is again very very it's just it's just kind of like more of one of those on average they win like 51% of the time here. Um you know, I think the key to this game really is going to be the fact that I feel pretty confident that Indiana can score in Arizona. Their offense is better than Arizona's defense. It's just not good enough. The pace Arizona plays, it just it kind of lends itself to maybe a little bit weaker efforts on the defense. I think IU's gonna score, right? There's a reason this total is 156. IU will score. Arizona will score too. The key to this game is that IU's defense is so good, it doesn't even need to stop. It doesn't need to stop Arizona. It just needs to slow them down a little bit, and they'll be able to win this game. I think they can do that. I think they're one of the few defenses in the country that can, other than obviously Arizona might have an off night shooting. Any team can. We saw it with Iowa Iowa State game, right, where Iowa State goes oh for whatever eleven in the first half from three. Iowa makes more threes in the first six minutes than they did the last like last game. You know, the whole game, right? That sort of thing. You have those type of games, but. In general, you know, IU's going to get some points, and I think their defense is good enough just to slow Arizona down just a little bit, and that should get them the victory if they can do that. So that's why we we recommend the, the money line or the plus point and a half there in that one. Another musty TV game, an A-grade pick from the model that I love here, Xavier minus two at Cincinnati. It's a road game, but part of the home court advantage Part of it's crowd, but that's actually a really small part. Part of it's the knowing what you're shooting at, but part of it's the travel. And the travel in this one, not bad at all, right? Across town rivalry. So no real travel effect there for Xavier. Uh, Sideline says it should be Xavier minus four and a half. I just think this number's really short. I think Cincinnati's solid. I think Xavier's really good. We saw Xavier last year be just the most confusing team at macro level, not micro level, macro level, because of how good they look and how terrible they look just for long stretches. Uh, but I think they're, they've are they got things on track this year. 
I think they can go in there and get the win at Cincinnati in a situation where the model has gone 0-5 fading Xavier. So time to back them and see if they can get us the win here with a short number. I love laying these short numbers like that because for the most part, you just got to win. You don't have to worry about uh, when your incentives are aligned with the team's incentives. That's always nice. That's kind of what we have here, right? The only way we're sad is if Xavier wins by one. Yeah, I, I really like this Xavier. Uh, it was, I think it opened up at one and a half and was quickly turned to two. And I, I, I would be surprised if it's not around three or four by the time it tips off. Yep, absolutely. All right, that takes us to the overtime segment. Again, a ton of great A plays. Usually I would say, hey, go hit up the Google Sheet and check those out. Check out the Patreon for those benefits and still do that. But there's so many of them. We can give you out a few more here. Uh, 1 p.m. Central, UNC Asheville getting 12 points at Dayton. Um, this Dayton team, I feel like this week we kind of gave them their last chance. It was kind of like they're, hey, you've got to go on the road and do something here against Virginia Tech, a team that you'd be fighting with on the bubble come March potentially. And things looked great for the until uh, after the till the first TV timeout. And then after that, it just went downhill. Uh sideline for this game says that Dayton should only be favored by eight and a half. We're getting 12 points. Uh model is six and one fading Dayton. Jake, why is this a great investment for the people? Yeah, look, this Dayton team has been struggling here recently. They're they've lost four of the last six and their two wins were against eh, not great competition. And one of those was only by eight. Uh like I think the Pokes took Kim Palm's number right here and just stuck it out there and hope you weren't paying attention. Uh, the, just the slowness of Dayton really harms them in the way they are able to win games and win them by big numbers. Uh, and this UNC Asheville team is, shoots the three ball very, very well, uh, ranking in the top ten. They also are pretty high up there in effective field goal percentage. So they they work their offense, they find good shots, and they're pretty and they're pretty good at it. And Dayton's defense isn't anything superstar special to really throw them off of it. Um, I just, with the way Dayton plays and, what, and the how UNC Asheville can shoot the ball, I don't see the way this turns into a blowout. I think this game stays about 10 points and I, probably really in the control of uh, Dayton the whole game, but it just points-wise, they're not, it's not going to really run away from them. Yeah, I, taking a page out of my playbook here. You know, y'all know I love doing that. Looking at a situation where we just they just hang a kid the Kim Palm number. He get he makes some great numbers, pretty close for the most part. But just where it's like you said, they're just like they got too many games. You just kind of hang that number. I think he makes it about eleven and a half. Um, I, this just is way too high. I agree with you completely. Uh, the 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 point I will add to it is UNC Asheville's weakest thing is their defense, and they're going to lose some games by double digits. When they are, it's going to be a team that plays faster and takes advantage of that Dayton plays so slow I just don't think they're built to run away from a team like Asheville who can be run away from but I think Dayton with the pace they play at I think they're up comfortably six to eight for most of the second half they don't really have an incentive to run away with it I'm not sure they can run away with it Asheville should be able to score enough to hang in there and yeah again sidelines is eight and a half I think in that ballpark is a whole lot closer than 12 so I'm with you grabbing 12 points I think is a fantastic investment I'll give you one more here for our overtime segment Northwestern State laying four and a half home against UL Monroe probably again another game that might fly under your radar 
here at 3.30 Central. Uh, bottom line to me on this one, the model has backed Northwestern State every single game this year to a tune of a 7-1 record. And I don't really see any reason why we should be getting off of that right here. It's overestimated UL Monroe and underestimated Northwestern State. Even as, as high as we've been on Northwestern State, we have still underestimated them. And so if that trend continues to hold, the model says this should be 8.2. Maybe it actually should be 9 or 10 or 11. I'm not really sure. But at home, I think Northwestern State can run away with this one. I just think they've been, they're a much improved team um, here from recent, from recent years. I think you got the better team at home laying a short number. I think this is horribly mispriced. I have no idea why it's four and a half. The Kin Palm number on this one is somewhere around three and a half though, four. So it's that same sort of thing, but this is one I think is going to get bet up. So the sooner you can get on this one, in my opinion, the better. Yeah, this is unbelievable to get in this short of a number with this team at home. It's, very, very easy to play this one. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, that's the games we're going to cover for your Saturday. Jake, any parting words? No, just I'm so excited to sit on my couch and not move on Saturday. I'm, I'm so ready for this. First Saturday with only one college football game to take another screen away from. So it's it's uh, a little bit of a different story. You know, usually I've been watching a little bit of the basketball on Saturday, but uh, this first one I really get to dive in all day without interruption because there's no football. There's really just one game from football to, to distract me. Yeah, and from the college football, you really just have to check on it once every like 10 minutes to see if somebody's threatening to score and then just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, well, I mean, there's a lot of people. The pageantry of that game, right, is, yeah. is fun to yeah, watch. You watch the opening, and then yeah, the and you, you know this, this, the stories and all, you know, the stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it, it, the Army Navy game is always something special. But it, like you said, it may not be the most entertaining game from a point standpoint. Uh, if if you missed our breakdown of that, check out the college football episode uh, from last week. We actually broke down and made a, made a pick on that one. So check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, but otherwise, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content. We provide this channel jump right into your feed. We'll be back again Monday with more sports betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>